Hello listeners, you're listening to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. Before we get to this week's episode, I want to let you know that we're actually brought to you by Fortnite and their latest mode, the creative mode. You're kind of wondering, what is creative mode? It's pretty cool, honestly. I've checked it out recently. What it is, is you can go into your Fortnite maps just like you normally could. There's a bit of a difference, though. You can create whatever you want. You can create all these different structures and different things that you want, and unlike the regular Fortnite Battle Royale mode where people are gunning for you and trying to kill you, you can do this without any stress. And then here's what's great. Once you've created the map that you want to make, you can create a custom game mode around it so you can play with your friends. I don't know, maybe you want to make a golf map Maybe you want to make a tower defense mode. You can make whatever you want in this creative mode, and that's what's so cool. Fortnite is something else entirely. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't like it, but what you are going to like is that creative mode allows you to try different modes and different types of gameplay in a way that's both comfortable, new, and friendly, but all the while it's still Fortnite. So check it out, and with that, let's get on with this episode of Three Angry Gamers. Thanks for your time, everyone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dungeon Master Lucas. How's it going, Lucas? Ah, dungeon Master, huh? Yeah. He's yeah, the... I'm a Dungeon Master. I've mastered oh, lots actually. of dungeons yeah. over the years, especially my younger 20s. He slays a lot of women. I mean, dragons. Dungeons! 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 Uh, he's sta- he's sla- Gamer! Gamer. <laughs> I'm hearing conflicting reports here. <laughs> right. Also, what this is Dennis. How's it going, Dennis? I'm good. I'm good. Just trucking, you know. I mean, just, just oh, not even kidding. <laughs> also with us, it's Trevor Duick. How's it going, Trevor? Oh, well, Trevor just dropped dead. Oh, all right, we're back. We had to like pull Trevor Duick out of the internet, pull him back in here. <laughs> like tron yeah yeah i actually had to like tron (laughs) into the machine pull you out and now you're here with us how's it going trevor oh man guys sorry sorry for this been it's it's been a nightmare i'm glad to be be chatting yes uh by the way trevor is actually a robot so if you hear him repeating himself that's why (laughs) (laughs) is there more issues with with this audio oh my god okay (laughs) It's fine. We can deal with it. It's just it's funny. Good. Yeah, like, uh, it's, like that head guy from the show, uh, from the 1980s show. You don't want to talk. Ma- 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 Max Headroom. 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 What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's repeating like every other word that you're saying. So it just sounds like you're a robot. Like you'll just be like, Maximum over, over, overdrive. I say it too. Please, please. 
Guys, making me self-conscious. <laughs> no, I wouldn't worry about it. It sounds great. Yeah, yeah. So think it's it'll be your thing. It's a new running game. Um, yeah. News is I'm here, so that's Trevor, obviously, or, or Lucas. <laughs> news is I'm here. That's the news. Okay, great. that's the news. Fuck we can just call it a day. News is someone's here. Um, Donate hundred dollars my Patreon, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Donate, yeah, <laughs> donate money to my Patreon so I can just go spend it on a Ferrari. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, everyone's here. We've introduced ourselves. Now let's move on to the news that matters. We finally have details on the PlayStation 5. Thank goodness, because you know what? PS4, I'm ready to throw that thing in the trash. I'm ready to, like, you know, divorce it, send it out on its way. It can Damn. just fare on its own. No, I don't know. I still love my PS4, but yeah. Harsh. It's, it's, it's time. It's time for the, the PS5, I think. Um, only because you want to buy new stuff. That's the only reason. Yeah, I think that's I just, really I just want it. That's all. Well, the you thing don't is actually need a PS5. No, I, I still will keep my PS4, I think, if only just because in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't want to like just go and commit to this PS5, and then there will only be like two games to play at launch. So I think still having the right. PS4 will be good because it's like there's there's just no way the launch lineup for the PS5 is going to like be super amazing. I don't I don't think unless maybe they they surprise us. I don't know. Who the hell is the last little bit here? Doom sixty four will be included in your pre order. Fuck. Okay, way to spoil the Doom news, 64. asshole. Jeez. What the fuck? <laughs> Jumping ahead in the news, okay? This is like a we we go in 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 the order of the news. <laughs> Fucking just ruining it. All right, let's go through the news. Let's go through the news in order. Let's go the news. I'm gone. I'm out of here. Yeah, you might as well just spoil like the endings of all your favorite movies. Like, oh yeah, Kaiser Sose was Kevin Spacey all along. Like, Red Murder! Mur Red Rob is murder! Fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we finally have details on the PlayStation 5. Coming, holidays 2020, which probably means November, I would imagine. Um, get it out there before the actual Christmas rush. Um, let's get into some of the details here. The CPU, the PS5 will have a CPU that's an AMD chip with uh, Ryzen 8 nice. cores, 7nm Zen, Zen 2. Uh, I'm not that Orange. big into the AMD Ryzen chipset, so I, I don't know how good this is, but I imagine it's pretty solid. Like I'm more of an Intel guy personally, but um, this I think the, the AMD ones are generally pretty cheaper, which probably means that generally the price of the PS5 won't be like astronomical. Uh, astronomical. Oh, there's a word I'm looking for. Yeah, because it includes <laughs> ray tracing. That's what I was looking for with all that there. I'm like, where's the ray tracing? There it is. So for ray, yeah, ray <laughs> tracing. So ray tracing is also included. The GPU will include it. Um, it's got a custom AMD Navi GPU. Um, you know, all that's for that ray tracing, right? All that shit. Just so for, like, for, the, for the dummy like me that doesn't know what ray tracing is, I actually know what ray tracing is. But what is ray tracing? <laughs> so it's a lighting technique used by video games and movies. Yes. Uh, basically, from what I understand of it, it's a newer technology. So instead of, um, like, you know, when you look at, like, say, a ball and you put up the light there, like the, you, you follow the shadows as you move around. Apparently, it kind of, it's like dynamic. Lighting basically yeah. is the best word to look for it. So when you're moving somewhere else, like the the shadows will be exactly uh, following you. It'll be following something else. Mm -hmm. Dynamic per se. Yeah. So all that stuff there is really, I think, for all for ray tracing because ray tracing is like a big 
uh, it's a huge thing to do, from what I understand. It's going to be ray tracing on a hardware level too, which means that it won't be up to the individual game creators. It's just every game will hypothetically at least support it. Whether they take advantage of it or not is up to them. But it also the the, the gamers have to like the developers have to. Oh, okay. Well, that's going to be interesting. At least on a hardware level, it's supported. So I mean, the option is there for all game developers to use it. But I would imagine they would, because why not, right? So. Mm -hmm. The graphics are not going to be too much different, though. I mean, like you're going to see a different kind of crisp but it's not going to be like like it might it might push the system some of the games we're just getting to the point where games were like it's almost realistic now it's pretty close to it it's getting up to a point so we'll Mm -hmm. see that's uh we'll see what about uh about virtual reality guys guys is that going to be with the system because sony's been really pushing hard on their vr sets uh yes there is i think the infrastructure that they've included basically has that all built in. Whether like it'll actually include VR like in the box, or if you have to buy it separately, like I'm not too sure about that. But uh, yeah, it does does look like it'll support VR. So if you already have VR, then you don't need to don't need to buy a set. That's what yeah. I'm wondering. Yeah, it does work with the new current headset. I think they were leak. There's leaks saying that there's a new headset coming, which probably makes sense because if you've tried to use yeah. the PlayStation VR headset, it's a fucking nightmare. Like, it, there's cords all over the place. You probably strangle yourself or your your loved ones. I don't know. It's it's a whole thing. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, what happened to your son? I don't know. He's just playing VR. And next thing I know, he's choked out on the floor. <laughs> I I tried PlayStation that VR and like I was like. What's with all these fucking cords? Like, shouldn't it do, like maybe just one cord, sure, but there's like five cords for the thing. It's like a fucking nightmare. Um, maybe like a second Genesis with like a second CD and a third yeah. X. You're not that far off. So, um, well, Oculus Rift, their, their their new the new Oculus Rift is wireless, right? Yeah, I hope the new one's wireless. Right. Like, why? Like, why? Why would anything in 2020 or whatever this comes out have? wires like what we don't need wires wires are, are not our friend so before we get all the cancer because bluetooth bluetooth and wireless is giving us cancer you know so. if it, if i had to choose between cancer or wires is it bad that i would take the cancer <laughs> oh wow wow <laughs> modern convenience is more important than health yeah fuck it they got enough they can cure cancer nowadays they, they just don't want to uh pretty close to it now yeah you just lose a body part or two, that's all. Not yeah, bad. exactly. I could be on chemo for a year if it means I have wireless everything. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then we've lost half our audience again right there. Yeah. Well, half of one is still half, so you're still pretty good. Oh! <laughs> Easy. Uh, terrible, I know. Um, so audio, the PS5 will have 3D audio, which I know nothing about, but Mark Cerny does believe that it'll be dramatically different to the PS4 audio. So uh, maybe it just means more immersive audio. I, I don't know. I'm always thinking of like when the PS4 controller can like make little sounds and that just got so annoying so fast where like I'd be playing and like I'd have the volume down on my TV, but then like all of a sudden the PS4 controller will just be like, <laughs> Hello, or something. You're just like, what the fuck? Like, shut up! I don't need this. Oh, I remember that. It's that most of the games don't do it. That no, was they weird. don't do it anymore. But like early games, definitely, it got. So yeah, that annoying. was weird. Yeah, but uh, storage, the much with the new Xbox, this will be similar with the PS5. But both have a solid state drive SSD. 
Um, I swear to God, if someone doesn't have an SSD card, I why, why would you not have an SSD? SSDs like, are now like around the same price as a hard drive. So, oh, is that because cost wise? Yeah, like when the PS4 first came out, SSDs were immensely more expensive. But fast yeah. forward to now, and it's not the case. Like now, you can get Wait. a solid state drive for like maybe ten dollars more than a regular hard drive. Like it's yeah. not much of a discernible difference. Better have an SSD drive. God damn it. Yeah. Whether how big the SSD will be, that's what I'm wondering. Like, will it be one terabyte? Yeah. Yeah. That's but, the thing. You need. We were talking about that before. Like this. Like literally, you need like three or four terabytes now for video games. Yeah. Well, like you look at like most most games nowadays are like thirty gigabytes. So yeah. like yeah. if you're downloading a game nowadays, like it's gonna take up quite a bit of space. So. Uh, but Sony says that this will have a PCLE 4.0 connection, which will mean that, uh, like load times will basically be non-existent. Uh, like they're going to be so much faster. Like there'll still be technically load times, but hypothetically it'll be so fast that you won't even notice it. So, uh, resolution support, the PS5 will support up to 8k, but, uh, presumably 8K. most. Yeah. Right now, unless you're a oh, rapper. Okay. Unless you're a rapper, gangster, or actor, you probably don't have anything that can support 8K. So, fuck uh, like 8K. Yeah, Jeez. it's there. Whether you'll actually be able to use it or not, again, most most TVs out there nowadays are still on 4K, which this will also support. But oh, I guess I buy a new TV. I buy a TV if I buy a PS. Yeah, PS5. Sorry, apparently, Lucas. Uh, come on over later. I need to harvest your organs to uh, afford a, a 8K TV. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm probably gonna buy eight. Well, I have a good enough job to buy one. God, how much is an eight K TV? Probably at least ten thousand, I'd say. Let's see. Yeah. What about you, Trevor? Do you uh, have an eight K TV? Fourteen? No, no, fourteen thousand. <laughs> ah, fucking eight K TV. <laughs> Just take out a mortgage on a. Take out a mortgage on a. Yeah, TV. it's about five grand for sixty-five inch. That's what you're looking at. Yeah. And that's what usually people about 40 to 65 inches. So you're looking at about five. Yeah. yeah. Holy fuck. 98 inch, 92,000. $100,000 TV. Yeah, I'm just going to go out and freaking why buy a car? Buy unless, a TV instead. Unless you're a rapper, gangster, or actor, you probably don't have an 8K TV. Oh my God. Those things are expensive. What the fuck? <laughs> but hey, it's there, and presumably the price will go down. So eventually it'll get to a reasonable price point. But yeah. yeah. I'm still happy with 4K. Like, 4K is not bad. Like, 4K still looks gorgeous, so. I don't even have anything 4K yet. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like, I don't have 4K. Well, also presumably, too, if you had 8K, there's nothing on there that you could do. Like, Netflix doesn't support 8K. I think most Blu-rays only support up to 4K. So even if you have 8K, there's nothing you could play on it. Like, you'll probably watch one video on loop, and that's it, so. My, my TV currently is, what, six years old? Seven years old right now? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about upgrading to a different TV, but, like, my TV still works. It's great. It's yeah. still supposed to feature. It's big. Like, why do I want a 4K TV? 4K TV. Yeah, apparently, they're going to 8K one. I want, apparently. I'm well, going down there like, right now. I got, like, a 4K TV from Costco for, like, $400. And it's actually pretty Really? Cool. Yeah. It's that's a, pretty good. It's a Sony brand, yeah, that's too. That's pretty cheap. Yeah. If, you ever, if you're in Canada and you have a Costco membership, get your TV there because it's, like, super cheap. So. so our housing prices are shit, but our TV prices are okay. <laughs> if you go to Costco, don't go anywhere else. Just go well, to Costco. Well, that's what it is, though. Like, okay, we're going to give you a shitty small place, but at least really good TV. You got a really good <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> ah, I'll never sleep my house. 
yeah, you might not be able to, uh, you know, play. You might not be able to afford a uh, a house, but you can afford a big 4K TV or 8K. That doesn't fit in your house. Yeah, <laughs> in your room, in your bedroom. Um, PS5 will not be digital only, as many were suspecting. It will uh, still support uh, up to 100 gigabyte optical disc. So that's considering that most games right now are 30 gigabytes. Uh, that's still pretty under. Like you'll still have most games be one disc at least for now, but probably yeah. later in the lifetime you'll probably get like two disc games and whatnot. So, um, this is like Final Fantasy VII. Oh, Lucas, shut the fuck up! Jeez. Hey, what's my girlfriend? Oh, I saw about it. Wow. Geez. She thought I was done with podcast already. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on her. You're still. Oh, <laughs> Anyways, let's continue. What on. is happening? <laughs> There's too much going on right now. Um, the PS5 will support backwards compatibility, so you'll be able to play your PS4 games. I was kind of asking this uh, before awesome. we started recording, but I wonder how this will work with digital games, because hypothetically, if they're selling like a Last of Us 2 remastered and you have Last of Us 2, like would they just upgrade it to the Last of Us 2 remastered? Or like, how does that work? Um, it'll be interesting to see how they handle that. That's what I'm looking for is like, whether it's Xbox or Sony, PlayStation 4, like which one will basically upgrade me to those remasters without having to pay anything extra? Because that would be good. Uh... Just support all PS4 games. Ta-da. That would that. I mean, that would be good. I imagine that they will because the PS4 and the PS5 share the same infrastructure. It's not like the, when the PS3 went to the PS4 and it was a totally different infrastructure change. So, um, cool. PS5 will have uh, some cloud functionality, whether that means like cloud saves or something else, it's hard to say, but there'll be some cloud functionality there. Um, yeah, again, PSVR support, talked about that. The big thing though, DualShock 5 will have adaptive triggers, improved haptic feedback. So basically that means that when you're pulling a trigger, oh. like say you're pulling, you're playing like Skyrim and you're about to fire a bow, uh, you'll get feedback on your controller. So it'll be a little harder to pull the trigger. Uh, yeah. Right. So that's kind of interesting. I don't know how much of that will get used, but that will be a thing. Haptic feedback uh, basically means like your your rumble, basically. So the rumble will be better with the PS5. Uh, but I don't know if anyone actually cares about rumble. better? <laughs> the biggest thing, though, is kind of... Your house is going to shake little... now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> shakes your whole couch. Um, the biggest thing though is USB Type C charging. So finally, there'll be like a decent charging cable for oh. the fucking PS5. Oh, instead of like five hours, that'd be nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> An hour charging. Oh, great. We're, we're still not at wireless hard. charging, which again, I would take cancer just for wireless charging. <laughs> oh, just, just to make sure everybody. You know, if I had to, if I had to suffer a little bit of cancer, but I could wirelessly charge my <laughs> PS5 controllers, I would take it. Um, <laughs> terrible. So all, all no, all, it's good. No, no, keep going. This is great. This is great comedy. Let's keep going. So all in all, PS5. What do you guys think so far? Thumbs up or thumbs down? You, you excited? Bound to happen. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I'm I'm I'm, I'm okay with buying this. it. I'm okay yeah. with this. The price good. point okay. though. Well, what's the price point on this thing too? Because it's going to be like eleven hundred dollars. I imagine it'll probably be four hundred American, five hundred Canadian, something like that. So, are they only doing this so uh, uh, Rock Games is happy and they can release another Grand Theft Auto? 
<laughs> I mean, I would take a new uh, Grand Theft Auto. They did say that they were working on Red Dead Redemption 2, so they're done with that. So, yeah, I mean, unless they're going to work on Bully 2 or some other dumb shit like that, like, I really hope the next game is just another Grand Theft Auto game, because I would love that. But, yeah. How about some L.A. Noir? How about that? That game, that oh, game... Fuck off, that game sucks. <laughs> is this person lying or telling the truth? <laughs> no, they were telling the truth, dumbass. Like, fuck that game. I hate that game so much. That was terrible. Wow. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. Tell me how you really feel. Uh, yeah, fucking terrible guess game. All right, well, let's talk about Hearthstone, but probably not in the way that Blizzard wants us to talk about Hearthstone. Um... <laughs> so uh hearthstone and blizzard banned a professional hearthstone player nig way blitz chung chung for a year uh after the player publicly raised support for the hong kong liberation protest during a official blizzard stream after he won a uh tournament there uh players and casters and even two united states senators commented on the controversy uh eventually blizzard caved and uh well she though first they actually had to cancel their switch launch launch party for overwatch because of the controversy but they've eventually caved they've returned the prize money that um blitz chung won and uh they reduced his um his ban from playing competitively so he's still banned but basically for not a year so yeah uh, for six months now yeah which is i don't know i mean you can I'm behind Blizzard on this. No, no, the Blizzard was right to do this, and I wish they didn't back out. That actually says in their agreement they're going to yeah. do this. Like, so I agree with yeah, Blizzard. I'm I mean, banning them and doing this kind of shit is stupid. Blizzard does this all the time, all the time. When somebody doesn't like something, I'm like, oh, uh, 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 we won't do that. No, take some balls and freaking keep to your guns. Like, no, there's an actual written document that you signed that says you're not allowed to do that. We're taking your money away. Period. So I agree with the ban. I don't. I'm so dumb that he went back on it. Uh, yeah, I, in my opinion, it's kind of weird because like, okay, there's a guy who uh, Jeffrey She who goes by the Twitch username Trump, and so it's like he plays and they don't fucking care. But then like this guy puts on a mask and protests and singing Hong Kong, and they're like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? Uh, I, I think there is a bit of, like, a double standard there. That's kind of what pisses yeah, me off about this whole thing is, like, okay, so this guy has a Trump as a username and you don't touch him, but then this guy protests the Hong Kong protests and you decide to, you know, ban him and all this. It just seems like a weird double standard. But also, it's, it's because of the ch Chinese government. That's why, 100%. Because they're yeah. Blizzard's trying to get inside China, right? That's their big goal. So when, they, yeah. when somebody pisses off someone in the government, they're like, oh, shit, ban him. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just... Mm. Yeah, it's like I think I think you're right. They're justified in banning him from the fact that you know he signed that agreement, but it's a total dick move. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and like I think the whole of internet is pretty much in agreement on that. It's oh, always think... just like weird when like companies start picking, you know, profits over standards and values and principles. I suppose. Everybody mm -hmm. don't feel good about it. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's banned in China right now. Right now, even see that it's happening in the NBA, right? With yeah, with, yeah with those exactly. that went out, and it's just, it's gross. Really, is gross. Yeah, China's basically the mob. They they just do <laughs> whatever the hell. They want. <laughs> no, I'm not. It kidding. really is. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not is. kidding. 
they're just the mob. They're just like, I don't like the things you're saying. You're, you know, better be careful or you're going to get dragged into some camp. <laughs> well, it's interesting too because... Oh, go ahead. Batting this guy because it's like, hey, we don't want to be part of this. Like, we want, we're a business. We're not a political party. So we want out, which yeah, I agree yeah. with. That makes sense. Yeah. I think the thing that, yeah, just pisses me off about this whole thing is I saw Hearthstone trending and I thought, oh, fuck, new expansion, some new cards, oh, yeah. something about. <laughs> and I saw, I was like, oh, fuck this. Like, you know, someone who's played Hearthstone every single day since that game's come out, I was like, oh, fuck, it's probably some big news. Like, it's going to be something really awesome. Nah, it's just some fucker protesting some shit on a thing. Like, oh, that's fuck, that's dumb. <laughs> I love how your perspective is. It's like, yes, like I get to do some news. Like, ah, uh, just I get like a new expansion. Maybe they announce a new hero that you can play as. <laughs> no, it's some fucker just, just you know, not shit. listening yeah, or yeah. fucking up some shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyways, that. That, it was actually the most trending thing. Like I saw on Reddit, like the most trending uh, community in, yeah. on Reddit was Hearthstone, and the second mm. was Blizzard. So it was getting a lot of attention. It's just kind of sad that it's attention for all the wrong reasons. No, well, remember uh, was it banned Blizzard hashtag or something like that yeah. for a little bit? Yeah. So, yeah, they were saying yeah, like banned Blizzard and all this other stuff, and I'm just like, fuck, can we just, like, not get drama? Can we just get Hearthstone and just play it, and I'll be happy? Like, well, cue the, can't we all just get along? You know? Uh, that's what I wanted this week. When we're talking about gamers who are probably, like, you, like, you know, drop a pin somewhere, like, oh my god! Yeah. So, anyways. We're, 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 we're <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, speaking of controversy, Activision sort of, uh, like curbed their controversy a little bit this week. Uh, they said there's no plan to add loot boxes to the new Modern Warfare, which is out next week. Although they did say that there will be a battle pass similar to the games like over our, um, Fortnite and Apex Legends. So it will have like a separate thing that you can still pay for. It's just not loot boxes. So... Can can somebody explain what a battle pass is to me? I at this point still don't really know. So a battle pass uh, essentially means that like you can earn XP towards unlocking content, or you can just buy the battle pass and it'll automatically unlock for you. Oh. So like okay. you could hypothetically okay. play and grind and unlock all the content yourself. Like for instance, on Apex Legends, when I play, I don't pay for the battle pass because I'll just earn enough XP to get all that stuff anyways. You're talking about like um, uh, what the hell? What I'm thinking of like Mortal Kombat, like you know the crypt, or instead of like earning things in the crypt, you just buy it straight out and you just you yeah. earn everything. Like, so you pay twenty bucks and you get everything. Yeah. yeah, that's very similar to that. Yeah. And you know what? Some people are going to okay. go, well, I don't want to pay for that. Well, then fine. Go grind the game and go play it for days on end. Let your wife leave you or whatever, and then you get it. You know, Or if you want to keep your wife around, then pay the 20 bucks and you get all the stuff anyway. So I'm not too... Us, we have a lot of money now, some of us gamers, now, but that yeah. we've grown older. So it makes sense. Mm -hmm. And also, too, like just some people, the mindset is, is like, I just want to own this thing right away. Like I just want to have it now. I don't want to wait. And I understand that. I think that's kind of what why it makes sense to me because like some people just want that instant gratification would rather just pay for something and get it right away rather than waiting which is fine that should be that should be a standard now instead of loot loot boxes are total bullshit yeah 
because loot boxes is all up to chance you might not get at least with a battle mm -hmm. pass you know what you're getting you know what you're unlocking so it's it's a little bit better i don't know if i'm gonna buy it like i'm gonna probably play modern warfare first and see like what the unlock rate is like before i start doing anything like that but i'm not opposed to it outright so. okay um how much time do i have left because trevor you get you know what trevor why don't you review bdsm for us before you have to leave you have to leave. oh oh really wait we're gonna go right to sex all right yeah yeah um, um, right no. <laughs> they say you're pretty relaxed after the first time so you know uh no overplay let's go go wow. right to the bdsm okay because you gotta leave it a bit because you got you're you're a bit of a dilf uh yeah. <laughs> okay. Soccer what dad, the is Oh, okay. Today's yeah. podcast is really wild. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very confused. <laughs> What's going on? There's a, there's a lot of things going on, but the the short of it is, is Trevor. Trevor's got to go to a soccer game. He's got to go and like you know, uh, be, be a dad serve orange slices and yell at other kids you know like there's there's things that have to be done so trevor are you like randy march you get up on this want to fight like you guys fight like well i can't fight so I'm... You know? is that what you well, um, I'll, I'll get into the the kinky sex before I go and co coach some girl soccer. Um, <laughs> so, so I'm actually in BDSM right now. While well, I've been listening to you guys playing it, I've been playing it, play, playing it a couple of days. Um, so yeah, have you guys seen it yet? Yet? Uh, uh, I've played it. Yeah, you, you did. It's on the Nintendo Switch of all things, which I found really really interesting. Yeah. Um, I didn't. They made games for the Nintendo Switch like this. Uh, usually yeah. I thought it was just you know Mario and all that kind of stuff, but here here we are. All right. And, and uh, BDSM is like a, it looks looks like the logo looks like it's it's like from Doom. Yeah. Like it's, it was like it is clearly somewhat of a parody game. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's like it's like a dungeon game, and you you really run around and you shoot. But I got to tell you, the controls on this thing really really, really sucks. And I don't know know if it was a good idea to put it on a Nintendo Switch based on how you know everything's set up on a on a Switch. On the controls to be a little bit tires, yeah. um, and hard to get around. Uh, but basically, you're this little demon and going around in this, this dungeon, and you're shoot, shooting or trying to shoot all the all these uh, little baddies that come up at you, and you're trying to you know complete levels, and then and every once in a while you help this uh, uh, yacht looking uh demon and uh when you do that you get to have to have sex with it and um <laughs> that's that's kind of the the point of the game is, is to as much uh bdm sex as, as you can and finish the game uh so one thing is is you can actually actually change the rating or the censoring of this game so, so your kid can play it, I guess, I guess how they were thinking. I don't know if I'd want to put my kids in front of a game called BDSM, but hey, whatever. Um, so you're not, you know, you know, if you're not into to the sex part of it, you can actually change, change it and it'll be something completely different, like guns or something something like that. I'm not into that, of course. I didn't want to censor it. Um, but it's really kind of a nonsense game. It's one of those ones you can just kind of throw on and... and you know, you know, shoot some things, but you kind of get bored. Like I've gotten bored about you know ten, you know, ten, and the sex really isn't that good. I mean, if I'm gonna do all this work for some good, good, you know, you no know, switch sex, it's gotta be good. And and that's just all you all you do is you hit 
uh, uh, you go up and down, up and down, over and over again until your your female uh, demon is get point points. <laughs> so it's really ultimately other than that, like you're just shooting, shooting, and you pick up different weapons and you drink a lot. That's how your health is basically how drunk you are. Yeah. Um, and and so, uh, uh, but like I said, controls and this are really hard to to go around and shoot. You're basically basically doing a lot of running and shooting, and that's all you're doing, all you're doing and sex. Kurt, you, you want to add to it all or like, like I really <laughs> so add sex. I'm I'm a little disappointed in this game because I saw like. Yeah, there was like a drunk demon and it was called BDSM. I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting. This is a little different. This isn't like the same old, same old. And then I played the game and I thought, this game fucking sucks. Like, it's not it's a terrible. good game. Yeah, like the controls are terrible. There's performance issues out the wing wing. It's just... Well, not not, not for me. <clears throat> I, I, I didn't have any performance issues whatsoever. Hey, now. <laughs> Maybe some, some guy, but not me. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. once you take yeah, who things, doesn't do that? Once you yeah. take it out of the dock, that's when you really have some performance issues. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, no, I just thought this game just was terrible. Like I thought I was playing a PS4, PS1 game. Like it just felt like it was very laggy, very choppy, and just not good. Uh, I did like the the weapons though. There's different weapons, and I think there's like alternate firing methods for each weapon. So like you can fire with one trigger, and it fires one kind of shot, and then you can fire with a different. Uh, trigger and fires like a different shot like i know with the pistol you can fire one shot or you can unload your whole chamber and just fire off so there's some interesting stuff there but yeah it's it's like a six out of ten for me like i it's okay it's just there's it's functional it's, it's, functional. it's not even a six out of ten that's like a this is this is like a three out of ten for me for me man this game is, i i honestly if it was if it wasn't for the fact i wanted to see how much naked nakedness happened and that was even disappointing. It really was. Yeah, there. It's just a girl or orga- orgasming. Like I could, I could, I could, you know, go to Pornhub for that. Yeah, go, <laughs> go look up BDSM Pornhub. Same thing. No, I was kidding. Like I, I like, I like think it's it's cool they have adult games. I, I think I'd like like to see more, and I'd like to see them see them done well. But this is not what's done well. Yeah, yeah. Were, but... were you disappointed with the lack of robots? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it was it was just like you know no. Can't, is there like anything they've done with ER in, in genre at all? Because that'd be case. I don't think so. No. No. They're missing out a whole. I like, get a whole market there. Yeah. Of soccer dad wanting to get their horn on on VR. <laughs> VR. <laughs> just make like a first person shooter where it's like a, a soccer dad kicking all the all the kids. <laughs> You might be honest on this. <laughs> Free idea for a developer. All right, well, let's let's continue on with news, and then Trevor, you can just deke out whenever you need to deke out. But uh, um, Riot Games announces Project A. It's a first-person tactical shooter, sort of along the lines of Rainbow Six Siege or Overwatch, but you potentially will be using League of Legends characters. So it's kind of weird because at first. Someone was quoted as saying it would be using League of Legends characters, and then somebody else from Riot Games said, no, it doesn't use League of Legends characters. So it's a little up in the air on whether it's actually based on the League of Legends universe or not. Here's the thing, though. In my opinion, if you're going to have a hero shooter and you already have a MOBA with a ton of heroes, why don't you just use those characters? just makes a whole lot of sense. Um, 
Also, too, uh, Legends of Runeterra, Runeterra got revealed. Uh, this is basically Hearthstone, but with League of Legends. Uh, and then also there's a League of Legends fighting game in the works as well. So hopefully you like League of Legends because now those characters are going to be everywhere. Um, yeah. What do, you, what do you guys think of this? League of, League of Legends. Like trying to go against Blizzard. Yeah. Which so I could play as... All for it. Yeah. I think it's funny that they're like, hey, let's uh, let's make a heart, uh, a Hearthstone-like card game. Let's make an Overwatch-style uh, competitive shooter. Like, oh yeah, what's next? Like a Diablo-style dungeon dungeon uh, crawler? I actually think that they probably are making that. No, they are. They There was like a two to three second clip within the... Um this video that they had that did show an ARPG that they are working on. Which I'm sure you got excited about. Yeah, I mean, it, it looked cool. Yeah. All right, Trevor, you got to head out. You got to be your, your soccer dad, Dilf self. So go have fun. See you, boys. My boys, we'll do it again. All right. Bye. Later. All right. Um, yeah, let's move on with the news, though. So, yeah, I don't know. It seems a little weird that they're going after this, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not necessarily opposed to it. I, I would be kind of curious to play these games, but I think they would have to be free to play. Like, I don't know, Riot Games really seems to be set up to play uh, free-to-play games, so I would imagine that this would also be like that too, but... Yeah, it should be fine. Yeah. I, the thing is, I like League of Legends. Like, I like that game. It's just the community is fucking garbage. Like, the people who play that game are garbage. So I'm wondering if, like, they change it. If, like, the, that community will come to play those games too. Or if they'll just be like, nah, fuck this. I'll just stay with League of Legends. And then I can play a game with those characters I enjoy. But just without that toxic community. So if that's the case, sure. Sign me up. I want to play as Teemo in a tactical shooter. Fuck it. So. Um... Alright, next up, Fortnite has just destroyed its own map, so fuck, what are they going to do now? Uh, yep, yeah, Fortnite, they added in some new event where uh, the whole map got destroyed, so apparently gonna they're going to start with a whole new map, which makes sense. I mean, with a game like this, the only thing you can really change is changing the map, so. Yeah, it's not, Fortnite. Yeah. Um... Mm. All right, next up, Steam is updating to receive a remote play together feature, so you will be able to play local multiplayer games online where the other player will receive a temporary free license for the game. So <clears> say you have a friend that doesn't have like a split screen or a copy of the game that you want to play split screen of, they'll basically get basically a free temporary license to play the game while you're playing this with them, which I think is pretty cool. Um, yeah. Because there are some games that are split screen only, they're not online, and it kind of sucks because... Maybe you just don't have anyone to play with. Let's be honest. Some people just don't have friends. So uh, playing online could make it a whole lot easier. So cool. And then finally, the news that uh, fucking Lucas spoiled at the top of the game. <laughs> at the top of the podcast. Doom Eternal delayed to March 2020. Uh, Boo! The upside here is Doom 64 will now be added as a pre-order bonus on all platforms. Yeah, but like, who cares about Doom 64? I think a lot of people care because it hasn't been released outside of the N64. Like it's never really been re-released or anything like that. So it's kind of like it's a it's a bit of a rarity. Sure. Yeah, but like there should be. I don't know. Uh, you know what? I can't really. 
like it's not it's not like Doom 64 is a bad game. It's just like I have like three copies of 64. Do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need another copy of Doom 64? Yeah. In a way, though, I'm kind of glad it got delayed because this like holiday season was getting a little busy, and I kind of felt like one game was going to fall by the wayside. And I kept thinking it was going to probably be Doom for me. So yeah, uh, I'm kind of happy in a way that's coming out later, where I, like I'll have more time to just play Doom. So yeah, don't be like Sega and rush the game out, and then you have Sonic 06. Just just keep playing, just keep developing. Sonic 06, so bad. Yeah. Um, they are adding a few other things too. Like apparently they're adding an invasion mode, which will mean that. Uh, you'll be able to invade other people's single player modes as a demon and you can try to take well, them. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So that's that's cool. pretty sweet. That is pretty cool actually. Yeah. That's something that I'm a little little excited about cuz like that could be kind of cool. Though I hope that's something you can turn off though cuz sometimes I just want to play and not worry about that shit, you know? Like sometimes you just I'm pretty sure you can turn. It off. Yeah. Or just disconnect from the internet. Just be like, "Nope, internet off." Yeah, I guess that's Done. True. you could do that too, yeah. Um so, yeah, it sucks. I think it's probably for the best, though, because, I mean, I'm sure they probably is some other things that they probably have to flesh out, too. So it just probably means we're going to need a better game. But uh, also do. I don't know. I'm just like, eh, this invasion mode sounds interesting, and uh, getting Doom 64 is never a bad thing either. So I'm not going to overly complain. Um, okay. Uh, that's it for news. Let's get on with reviews. What we've been playing. Uh, I'll start first because I got some actual stuff to review. So, uh, Frost... some more BDSM. Yeah, except for BDSM, I already reviewed that. Uh, not a good oh, game. Okay. Not a great game. Do not. Looks like I should go pick it up today. That's what it sounds like. No. So buy a Switch just for that. <laughs> buy a Switch just for. If that. If you really want a sexually charged game, go go watch Pornhub instead. Uh, start with it. Uh, let's talk about Frostpunk, a game I've actually been very thoroughly enjoying. Um, so Frostpunk is a city building slash RTS game in where you have this giant uh, like heat generator in the middle of the map, and then you build around that. So you basically have a bunch of people that you have, and you can build uh, housing for them, medical posts, like food, and all this other stuff. And basically your goal is to not only survive, but thrive. And it's a fucking hard game. Uh, it's almost like impossible at times in terms of like setting up like all these things where you can try to uh, essentially sort of get it where like you maybe are feeling pretty confident. Like you've got housing for your people. You've got heat. You've got like medical attention. Like you're feeling pretty good. And then all of a sudden it'll just be like, oh, there's a mutiny on your hands and they want to fucking leave. And you're like, fuck, well, what do I do now? Uh it just takes you by surprise, but it's also kind of challenging in a way because you're like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Like, I gotta like stop this mutiny, and then you gotta like figure out what to do and all this other stuff. Uh, there's like even like expeditions, so you can send people out into the wild, and when you do, you have to essentially like when you put when you're put them out into the wild to try to uh, sort of like get these different things. Like you're sending them into the into the wild, so. There's been times where I'll go out there and uh, they'll be like, hey, we went out there and then we came across this outpost and everyone killed us. So we're dead now. I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, that sucks. Uh, 
it's a tough game. It's gorgeous though. It's really well done. I'm really engaged with it. And actually, I'm playing it on consoles, and I find it actually plays pretty well on console for a city building game. Because those kind of games tend to play well on PC, but I'm actually surprised at how good it does on uh, PS4. So I'm gonna give this like a nine out of ten. I really enjoy it. I don't think it's gonna be for everyone though. Like if you're looking for like an action-packed game or like a more of like a straight like StarCraft style RTS, that's not this game. It is a slower paced. It is more focused on like city building and you know stuff like that. But uh, if you're into that, then it's it's well worth your time. All right. Uh, next up, John Wick Hex. So John Wick Hex is a sort of it's similar to um there's that game uh xcom the xcom games that came out a while ago oh yeah the alien um, one yeah where it's very much like that where you have to move in a grid and you have to like choose to attack but it's all based on the john wick franchise so uh you play as john wick and you basically move around you have to like set up your different shots and all this other stuff uh i actually really enjoyed this game um it does take a little bit of getting used to because uh, it is one of those games. Again, it's kind of like Frostpunk. Like, it's not an action game. You can't just go in and be like, I'm just going to shoot everyone. You have to be very strategic with it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's a Hexbakes tactics game. Uh, very much feels like the movie. Like, you do feel like John Wick in this game. Um, yeah, I did really enjoy it. Uh, the gore, the act, the the visuals on it are gorgeous. It's I want to say it's cel shaded, but I'm probably wrong. I don't know how to describe the visuals though, but it is really gorgeous. Um, the settings are all very unique, and the enemy types are actually pretty different. Like there's different types of enemies that you can fight, and they all kind of play a little differently. So when you start playing the game, you'll notice like, oh, they're all pretty much the same. But then as you play through, you realize like, no, things actually kind of change up quite a bit. And it gets really interesting as you go get along. Um, yeah, I, I, I do really love this game. I actually, this is probably one of my favorites of the year so far. I'm also going to give it a 9 out of 10 as well. Really good. Um, and if you're a big fan of the John Wick movies, you'll probably enjoy it too. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Ghostbusters, the video game remastered. Um, so this is based on the, I think it was like, came out in like 2010 or something like that. 2013 maybe, something like that. Uh, but this is based on the old PS3 game that came out, uh, 2009 is when it came out. So this game sort of acts as a Ghostbusters 3, more or less. So you play as a rookie who gets signed up to, um, be a Ghostbuster, essentially. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like an action game, more or less. So you do have your proton pack and you have to fire at the ghost and you also have to get them into the containment unit. So there is a bit of strategy involved in like getting the ghost down to be weak enough that you can put them in the trap. But also too, there is some puzzle element as well. So as you're playing the game, you also have to tap into the PKE meter and have to like try to find where the ghost may be hiding. Because sometimes they go into like vases or trophies or something. So you have to like scan the environment to find them. So it keeps oh, it yeah. pretty interesting, yeah. Did you ever play the original game, Lucas? Yeah, I have the original and I have the remaster. Oh, nice. You've been playing the remaster too. What do you think of the yeah. remaster so far? Good. Like, yeah. it's just... I glad. The thing is, I'm glad they did a remaster play this yeah. game. This yeah. game, if you're a Ghostbusters fan, is the third movie. Yeah. Basically. It's that good. It's really good. The only thing that... I, my only complaint about it is it still feels pretty much like a PlayStation 3 game. 
like it doesn't feel like that good of a remastered i kind of wish that maybe the graphics were a bit better and like maybe it was better performance but i mean it's still like gameplay is still really solid um but yeah that's that's my main complaint is i was hoping there would maybe be a bit more advancements in the technology there but there's not quite but this i mean yeah. i don't i it, it bothered me but it was very easy for me to like sort of move past that in a way like i was it bothered me but i was like well i'm not gonna let this deter from the game like i'm still gonna be able to enjoy the game so and i did so yeah I, i'd give it like a solid like seven out of ten i, I i'm enjoying it so far and i'm gonna play more um amnesia collection i actually wrapped that up uh I really, this is really kind of a troublesome kind of collection because a lot of the, like, the games really have performance issues. Like, it really is laggy and buggy when you're playing it in the tablet mode on the Switch. If you have it docked, it's slightly better, but still a ton of performance issues. Like, I just can't recommend this. I'd give this, like, a 4 out of 10. Um, I mean, the gameplay is really solid and the story is great, but, like, it's just, you can't enjoy any of it because it's just too laggy. Um, hmm. Borderlands 3, I still haven't put it in my PS4 yet, so uh, fuck my life. I guess I better do that soon. Uh, I actually have a bit of a lag time between this and Modern Warfare, so I might play more of it. Uh, and then finally, Hearthstone. Uh, everyone hates Hearthstone right now, but I don't. I still love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just finally made a new deck. Finally, I got enough legendaries to make a new deck, so I made a uh, rogue deck with the quest which gives you um, a 3-2 uh, weapon that uh, makes you immune to damage. So it's actually pretty good for controlling the board. So I've been really enjoying that so far. And that's it. Um, Dennis, what have you been playing? I've been still playing pretty much the same games that I have last time we talked. Mostly the Surge. Um... Why are you laughing there, huh? Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like you a couple of weeks ago. That's why I'm laughing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that. I think it's just funny because, like, I don't know. There's always this feeling of, like, getting new games. But, like, I don't know. I'm also kind of like, finish the games you have before you start getting new games. Yeah, I know. I'm, that's why I'm yeah. laughing, man. I'm like, I know. That's basically how I feel. I have all these games that I want to finish. And, like, I hate starting the games when I haven't finished, you know, the one that I've been playing for a while, I usually only play two to three games simultaneously. Yeah. But yeah, playing The Surge. I started that last time. I think I was talking about it. Just playing it through a little more. I've gotten a bit farther. I've killed, just to get an idea, uh, for those who have played the game, um... Maybe you can have a sense of how far I've gone, but I don't know. But I've I've defeated three bosses total. Um, I'm back at one of the first early areas. So you kind of like go to the area, you leave, go to a second area, and then you kind of come back once you've gotten some new, I guess, abilities, I would say. But basically, like, it kind of helps you. It kind of feels like a Metroidvania in that sense where you just get a new ability and unaccessible places you are now able to go through okay um so yeah basically uh play through that uh and the bosses are really interesting um i like how they like kind of fit into the world because with like 
games like Dark Souls and stuff, it's all, you know, just very fantasy-like. The bosses can be really anything, and it doesn't really matter. Uh, which means it's like, it's also really great, because it means they can be really creative with it. But in this game, since it's set in a sci-fi universe, um, the bosses need to make sense in that world. And given that this setting is basically like a factory and a you know giant like manufacturing company with like research and development so there's areas for that that you would be you know exploring through and then there's all of the logistics aspects of things where they have to deal with like recycling of you know the parts and then basically each of these boss these bosses have you know pretty interesting characteristics because they reside in one of these facilities and they're not just like plopped there it looks like you know you can imagine the world before all the shit went down that these bosses these giant like you know robotics basically giant robots that have like 18 arms or something like that they, they all come in different shapes and sizes but they, they're meant for a purpose in that world right so the one of the first bosses um might be for like security and i think there's one for it's basically like an incinerator boss that just you know incinerates stuff to recycle metals and things like that i just defeated a boss that was really cool too because i i think it's meant to like build it's like a giant welding you know robot with like 12 arms and each with these torches and you know welders and things like that so they're they're clearly meant to like build stuff but mm. something you know happened with the surge things started going rogue the ai went crazy in everybody's head or something like that and now you have to fight them because they're just trying to kill you so i like how they've built the world like that um the enemies uh have their purpose before everything went down um but the gameplay i think is still the star of the show it's just so good um i've basically settled on a weapon which is just like a fire sword mm. i don't know if that's in the base game because i think i have this like fire and an ice dlc that might have introduced these weapons with elemental damage but it's working really well for me i've tried a few of the other kinds so the weapon types uh, there's some variety there's the very basic you know one-handed weapons which is what i tend to like using there's staffs which are almost like halberds and poles and things like that mm -hmm. and they have like their own kind of special move set uh, and then in the world your character wears an exosuit and you can equip these kinds of weapons that are you know attached to your exosuit instead of you just holding them and they're either like uh i can't remember their what they're called like twin attachments or like single rigged oh that's it twin rigged or single rigged so with one rig you can it basically means you can equip one of this giant um it's basically a tool right like a clamp or something like that that you can attach to your rig so you can have one of those only or maybe there's weapons that are like uh twin rigged which means they attach to both of your hands uh against your rig so you deal much faster attacks and they're they're kind of like akin to claws in uh, dark souls so depending on your play style there's like definitely weapons out there for everybody i think it's a lot of very heavy weapons too that you can hold with two hands um so the gameplay again is it's just like it's very much souls like it's fun i love the energy system which is 
basically instead of having just health and stamina like you do in Dark Souls, you also have energy. And you gain energy by getting hits, right? By dealing hits, sorry. By dealing hits successfully, you gain energy. And through this energy, you can have active items that you can use to consume that. So the two items that I really liked using is one is a heal. And you can have, you know, straight up sort of Estus Flask-like healing. They're called injectables where, where like... Um, where they're just they have certain charges that you uh, have a set number of charges that you would get refilled once you go back to heal in your you know basically base stations um or you can get this thing that i like using which is a thing that swaps your energy into health so once you hit an enemy enough times you built up enough energy you can press a button and it'll just convert that energy into health which means that i can just basically keep going there's no limit on that right so there's no charges and then there's also, you know, buffs and things like that where, you know, if, with enough energy, you can activate this other injectable thing that increases your damage or increases elemental damage or like there's a whole bunch of different little things like that. And then depending on your playstyle, you can choose what kind of these um, injectables or power ups or mod modification. I can't remember what they're called, but yeah, these these like things that you can mod your character with um, uh, come in quite a few different varieties. The thing I do think lacks in this game that I think maybe the Souls games do better is the NPCs. You do get to meet a few, and they're just not that interesting, though. Yeah. Um, so, they're... Yeah, other than that, like, the game is fantastic. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I still need to keep playing through it. But nice. it's still up there. Like, it's at least very much a 9 for me. I'm having a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, that's that was the Surge. Um, what else have I been playing? Oh! So yeah, like like we said earlier, right? Uh, Riot Games came out with their new card game. I can't remember. Legends of Ruterra. That's it. Yeah. And it's very much kind of like Hearthstone. So I've been watching a lot of it on Twitch, but I didn't want to play it because I didn't want to get into like another uh, another card game because like I got bored with Hearthstone. And watching the game, I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of yeah, I know. How does anyone get bored but, of Hearthstone? I don't know. I kind of did get bored, but I was itching for a card game. But I didn't want to try the Legends of Ruterra thing because I didn't want to deal with like downloading another client to play another game that I don't know anything about. Mm. Um, and plus, just watching it, I'm like, this reminds me awfully a lot like Hearthstone. They've seemed to like tackled some of the issues that Hearthstone had, but it's just not something that I wanted to play. And then I remembered, hey, uh, a while back. I've enjoyed this little card game from one of my favorite video game universes. Uh, and I wonder how it's like changed. So I started playing Gwent again. Um, the standalone one, not the one in The Witcher 3, because that one I've never touched while playing Witcher 3. But I played Gwent back in the beta when it was like just coming out. And I enjoyed it for a while, but it just didn't feel fully fleshed out yet. It, the game mechanics aren't quite, you know, as fun as I would like them to be. So I stopped playing, but now that I like decided to go back and give it a second try, they've changed up a whole lot of things. So the way Gwent works is it's very different from like the card games that people usually know of like Hearthstone. So you have units, but the units don't actually attack. All of it is like very much a scoring system. Um, 
and it plays over three rounds. So a match consists of three rounds. If you win two out of three, you win, right? Um, the units are played. They have attack values effectively, um, or I guess just power levels, but because they don't actually attack. Uh, that is shared as well as like for their health. So they only have one number per unit, basically, instead of like an attack and an HP number. Um, and the way you play it is effectively you play these cards. There's similarly like spell cards and things like that. Uh, but at the end of the round, you win by just having more total points on your side of the board than your opponent. And your points are given by your unit powers added together. Um, the weird thing with Gwent is um, there's two, well, it used to be three, which is very weird. It used to be three during the beta and in the original Witcher 3. It's three rows that you can place your units on and that is, you know, got, it's got like a strategic um, sense to it, I suppose, because there's like effects that will deal to an entire row or things like that. So depending on where you place your units on the row, there's you know there's things to think about um but then they reduce that down to two rows which is really weird so I, I was really confused when i booted up the game i'm like why why are there only two rows now so that was one of the bigger changes that i saw since playing in beta but the game is way more polished now like the cards are uh it seems like they're way better balanced they're fleshed out a little better and uh I'm just having I'm having quite a bit of fun. I haven't played it too much, but it's like Hearthstone. It's a good downtime game, right? If you're just sitting somewhere, uh, waiting for you know something, I just pull out my tablet and I play it. Um, so I would recommend it. Actually, I, I do think it's fun. Um, it's very different. So if you're tired of all the like Hearthstones and this new like Legends of Runeterra or Magic the Gathering and wanted to play a card game, but just something extremely different, this is not even close like there's it's just the whole game mechanic is just completely different you don't attack do anything like that and uh there's a whole bunch of very interesting card archetypes um based on the six different factions that you could play as so yeah i would definitely recommend this too I, i'd give it like a solid eight so far i'm enjoying it but i think it's kind of like hearthstone as you play more you learn more about like mechanics and cards and eventually it's just getting more and more fun I still think it's sacrilege yeah. to think there's any other card game aside from Hearthstone. <laughs> Hearthstone is fun too. I just kind of am over it. I just don't want to play it anymore. Do you still play Hearthstone, uh, Lucas? Yeah, once in a while when I have time. It's requires a little bit more than I have sometimes. Where yeah, if I play any game, like I have to have like, at least like five or ten minutes mm -hmm. to sit there and like because usually when I'm playing mobile games, it's usually at uh, what I'm. <laughs> I can't say that word. When I'm not so busy and I have time sitting down doing nothing at that point. So, <laughs> uh, but right now I'm just so, there's just so much to do. Uh, so, uh, when I get a chance, I do. Nice. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Nice. Uh, as usual, I play my truck simulator and stuff, but, you know, there was just an event recently for truck simulator where you deliver ribbons uh where you make like 12 total deliveries and then they'll donate some money to like think like breast cancer research or something so i thought that was pretty nice of them and it was kind of cool you get like neat little you know mirror attachments like dangling dice pink dice or something like that so i i played some of that but 
you know, Truck Simulator is always, you know, 11 out of 10 for me. So, uh, yeah, go, go buy it. <laughs> <laughs> always. Always. That's funny. Uh, cool, Lucas. What have you been playing? What have I been playing? So, I finished... I sort of finished the Mega Man X Collections, because I got up to Mega Man 7. I played it for 10 minutes, and then I stopped playing Mega Man X Collections, because fuck those games. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, like, after X6, I've always just never been able to care. Oh, X6 can lick my balls. Oh, God, X6 ending is hard. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, God, that was hard. Yeah. Oh, they have this mechanic, and there's, like, um... Like it's like uh, a junk junkyard, and they have these, these these things that go up and down. They squish you, and it takes forever to get through it. Yeah. And you're like, wait for the next one, wait for the next one, and then you get impatient, and then you die because you're being impatient. But then you have to do it all over again. Oh yeah. Anyways, nightmare. Anyways, so I finished the Mega Man X collections. Uh, if you like Mega Man X, go buy it. Uh, but I think. Um. I really don't know X7 and 8. I, I tried playing it again. It's just, it's... X7 and 8, it just feels like a task than it is like like having fun. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know. Anyways, I, fought, I finished Borderlands 3 and I agree with everyone. The ending kind of sucked. I didn't really like it that much. Um, so I finally finished it. That Though I would still give the game like an 8.5 out of 10. Still the same review. I think Borderlands 3 isn't as strong as Borderlands 2. Mainly because of the uh, the villains and the cast there. wasn't really like the strong point in the series. Uh, the weapons were fun. Everything else was good. Yeah. Okay, so what else is Lucas playing? Besides that, I have been playing... Oh. <laughs> so the other two games on my list that I've been playing now. Uh, I played a perverted game. First time Lucas has sat down and played a pervy game. Oh. And I think it's called called Akia Strip or something like that. The fuck? Akio <laughs> Akio Strip Undead and I you know what? I have to freaking look up the name here. But anyways. So basically what you do is that you become a zombie. And because you become uh Akiba Trip, it's called Undead and Undressed. That's what it's called. Oh my god. So you may look that up. So basically what you do, and I'm like, yeah, a Japanese game. I want to see with all this fucking pressure. So I buy it. It was on sale for like 10 bucks. So I get on. So the first thing you wake up like, oh, you're a zombie. You have to rip off these people's clothes and disperse of them because they're sensitive to light. That's why you strip people's clothes off. Where do you get so this? So literally game? you, like, so you go around you get a weapon, and you beat the shit out of somebody, and their their weapons are head, body, and pants. So you hit their pants like a bunch of times, and then they get to this like little glowy purple thing, and you rip their pants off. Oh my god! And so I might not play it anymore because they got to this point where I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> this is bad. So you get this little training thing to get this gym, and I'm like, okay. Let's. I'm, I'm going to train you. Like, okay. And she's like, okay. And then you rip this clothes off. And I'm realizing that these people might be younger. I I need to stop playing this game. <laughs> uh oh. So, I, so exploring the Japanese side of video games, which is all it is that. Um, it's. 
it's it's weird. That's that's I, I can't even give it a rating because it's it's weird. It's not but like I don't know what kind of audience this is for. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know how the fuck you got this game. Like, did you go into like a porn store and they're like, oh, no, no, it's, on, it's, it's on PlayStation. It actually is on PlayStation. It, like, they had an anime sale of games. So it was like Naruto and all that stuff like that. And there's a game. Oh, like, I see. You, so you came in for the Naruto and then you saw the zombie yeah, stripping game. And so, you're like, well, fuck this. I better play this instead. So, 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 it's, should, should you buy this game? I'm going to go with no. <laughs> <laughs> How much was this game? I'm curious. It was five bucks. I don't know. Oh. It's not. Don't buy it. I'm just. I'm telling you now. I don't. If you're in the audience, go buy it. But like, it's 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 uh, the the story. Uh, you can romance people while stripping off their clothes. I I there's there's so much wrong on this level. I don't like this. It's like. <laughs> Like, I don't know how this got past the PlayStation, like, you know, agreement or whatever, or whatever the fuck, but, like, it, it's it's on there, and, um, yeah, I feel gross playing it. <laughs> Lately, you should. Oh, like, my it God. was, it was, it was bad. Like, this is why, because, like, I, I like Japanese stuff. I, I like watching, and so I'm curious, like, what this was all about. Don't don't be curious. Let, let me be the guy, and and I'll take. I'll tell you. Right, don't be curious. It, it, it's bad. It, it's uh, you can hear it in my voice. I. Ah, ah. Anyways, you have to like sanitize your PlayStation if you're playing. I did have to sanitize my PlayStation. <laughs> it's a pure. It is, it is bad. It is. It is like the, the gameplay is not bad. It's not that, but like, would you start realizing what you're doing? It starts coming onto your conscious and you're like, Oh, Oh, this is so and like, I watched, like I took Christine. She like, she comes to the room, my girlfriend comes to the room. She, I look at her like, watch this. And you do this huge combo thing. And then, then it'll this big flash and everybody gets naked. And then they all run away. And Christine looks at me and I look at her like, I need to stop playing this game. She's like, yeah, you probably. <laughs> yeah. It's probably a good idea. <laughs> like I don't, I don't want to play. It's it's bad. Like it's not bad. Like it's gameplay bad. Like bad isn't like I, I I'm going to die. Like I'm pretty sure the FBI are like inside my door right now, waiting to take me. Oh like, probably. Oh, uh, uh, it was. Don't play it, guys. You, you'll feel disgusting. <laughs> if you want to feel disgusting, horrible little man, and you actually have that picture of that 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 nerd out there that is like got pimples on his face and like drooling and like. Live in your mother's basement and you're like 37. This would probably be a game for you, but for the regular people, yeah, don't. It no okay. bad. <laughs>